Praise the Lord, family, and welcome, friends, to the GRTDC Virtual Sanctuary. I'm Deacon Andre Keenan, and I am so glad you chose to join us today in worship. We know that the Lord will meet us here in this virtual space. So go ahead, hit the share button so that your family and friends will know that GRTDC is the place to be. If this is your first time here, hit the subscribe button so that you won't miss out on any future activities or worship services. On behalf of Bishop Michael Fields and Lady Melissa Fields, we say welcome and we pray that you are blessed by this worship experience. Have a blessed day.
every hour you say that. I want to thank you for your love and your power. Thank you for your power and protection. Thank you for protection. Every hour. Every hour. I want to thank you for your love. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your power. Thank you for protection. Thank you for protection. Come on, I want you to declare it in the house. Come on. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your love. You ought to thank you for his power. Thank you for your power. And for keeping you and for protecting you every hour. Every hour. You ought to thank him for his love. Thank you for your love. Where would you be without God? Thank you for your power. How would you make it without God? How can you live without God? Every hour. Lift your voices and just thank him. You don't know what he's done. Can't nobody tell it like you can. That's why we worship him. Because he's been good to us. Come on, lift your voices and begin to thank him. Come on, begin to thank him. Hallelujah. He's been good. He's been kind. He's been wonderful. You don't know what he's done for me. But I tell you what, he's given us a victory. Every day, every hour. You just got to keep on worshiping him. In spite of what you see, in spite of how you feel, we lift our hands and worship God for being so good, for being so wonderful, for being so kind. Hallelujah. He's so merciful to us. And so we worship him just for being God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I love him. Hallelujah. I love him. 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 Oh, I Really love the, the Lord. Yeah. 
Hallelujah. If you love him today, give him a praise. If you love Jesus, give him a praise. If you really, really, really love him, hallelujah, with the breath in your body, give him a high praise in this place. Send the devil to flight. Claim your victory and tell him you love him. Lord, I love you. Jesus, I love you. Lord, I thank you. You're so good to me, Lord. I really, I really, I really love, I really love, I really love, hallelujah, I standing here today amen and we're in the house of God this morning and we are rejoicing and worshiping our Savior amen we're about to go before the throne of grace those of you that are in your homes in your living room looking at us on live stream we're going to go before God in prayer together amen reverence the Lord by rising to your feet all those that are able to amen we stand before a holy God. Hallelujah. He's been good to us. In spite of what's going on in the world today, we see the enemy wants to seize the power, but the power belongs to God. Hallelujah. That's why we come to worship the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ this morning. Every sickness and disease can be healed by the power of God. If you believe him today, hallelujah, let's go before the throne of grace. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we say thank you today. We thank you for who you are, Lord. We thank you for being our king and our savior, our deliverer. God, you are a strong God. And hallelujah, your place is a place of refuge and strength. We come to you this morning, God. And you have opened up the door, hallelujah. You have given us access to come boldly to your throne this morning. And by faith we believe, oh God, that you're able to turn any situation around. And we come to you this morning to raise you up, oh God, to lift you on high, to proclaim you as our Lord this morning, God. There's nothing too hard for you, Jesus. There's nothing impossible for you, God. We say thank you this morning. We give you a praise, hallelujah, because you have saved us, Lord. You brought us out, God. You brought us out of darkness into your marvelous light. You have raised some of us up off our sick beds, and you've given us healing in our body, Lord. And today we enter into the house of God this morning. We have the blood running warm in our veins, God. You've given us, oh God, our health and our strength against the coronavirus. You declared health in our lives. And we say thank you for that, Lord. We say thank you, God. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace, Lord. We thank you for your blood that you shed for us on Calvary, Lord. We come to you this morning 
morning, God. Uh, knowing, oh God, uh, our shortcomings and our weaknesses, we come to you for help this morning. God, we need your help this morning. Help us to walk right. Uh, help us to live holy. Help us, oh God, to proclaim your name. Uh, help us to give you the glory in everything we do, Lord, because in you we live. In you we move. And we have our being this morning, God. We praise you, God. We don't give the enemy no place. Hallelujah. We resist the devil. We are sober-minded this morning. We're being vigilant this morning. And we say to you, Lord God, lead us and guide us, Lord. Light our pathway every day. Take us through, oh God, through the storms, through the trials, through tribulation, God. Give us a pathway out, Lord God. Help us to walk up right before you, Lord Jesus. And God, we ask you this morning, because you are a miracle worker, God. Save to the utmost, God. Bring deliverance in this house, God. Bring deliverance in every household, God. Save and deliver, Lord, as only you can, God. Destroy the yokes of the enemy. Break the bonds, God. Set the captives free, oh God. Bring peace in the midst of the storm, God. We ask you this morning, because every good thing comes from you, God. And we look into you, the author and the finisher of our faith. And God, we say thank you this morning, God. Bless, oh God, our pastor. Bishop Michael Fields, bless his family, God. Bless our sister passing God. Hallelujah, Elder Ronald Young, Lord God. Bless his wife by his side. Bless the man of God to bring forth your word and mount his pulpit this morning, God. Let him declare your word of truth, God, that will bring help unto the, those who seek, oh God. God, bring edification to the body of Christ, God. Give us help, oh God. Show us clearly what you desire for us to do in these last days, God. We know that the government has sent, hallelujah, today, men up in leadership are corrupt, Lord. We ask you, God, lace your hand upon them. Order them, oh God. Direct them, Lord God. Turn their hearts, Lord God, so that we can live a quiet, peaceful life, God. That we continue to build your kingdom, God. Ask your God to bless those homes, oh God. Hallelujah. Those some people that don't have jobs. Some people are receiving unemployment benefits. But God, we know that your God is able, God, to sustain them, God. You're able to turn this situation around, God. You're able to supply their needs, oh God. And we ask you, Lord God, on their behalf, Lord Jesus, okay. God, make a way for them. Open a door for them, Lord Jesus. We ask you to bless us and keep us, oh God, in the midst of an environment of disease and sickness throughout our land. But we know today that you are a healer. We know today that you're a keeper, Lord. And we ask you to keep us safe, Lord Jesus. Bless, oh God, as only you can. It is in the name of Jesus that we pray. And let the church say amen and amen. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah. How many know? Hallelujah. This home is not where we're going to be forever. Hallelujah. Amen. This earth is a temporary stay. Hallelujah. And so I want to encourage your hearts today. Hallelujah. And reading from the scripture. Hallelujah. Found in 2 Timothy. Amen. Hallelujah. Second chapter. Just a few verses. Hallelujah. Verse 19, familiar. It says, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, 
having this seal. The Lord knoweth them that are his. And let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. But in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified, and meet for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his eternal word. Let it be sanctified in your hearts that we may live thereby. Amen. Hallelujah. Can we give God some more praise in the house? Hallelujah. Can anybody truly testify that in spite of all that we've been through, that it was God alone that was pulling us through? Anybody ever had situations you think you were going to make it out of? But when you look back through it all, you can say, God, it was you. And you pulled me through all of it. Some good, some bad. Some good, some bad, some ugly. But it was God that pulled us through. Come on, anybody can testify to that. Hallelujah. Through all I have gone through, Lord, it was you.
Nobody else can get the glory. Nobody else can get the praise through all. Lord, it was you. Through every sickness, through every pain, every trial, through all God, I have gone through. I can testify it was you. Nobody but Jesus. Nobody but you. Through all that I have. I have. Lord, it was you. Part. Oh, when I stumble. Testify to somebody around you. Say it was Jesus. Yeah. It was you. Nobody but you. Walk away. 
nobody but you.
Come on and give him glory. Hallelujah. He will never walk out on you. No, never. Glory to God. Come on, come on. Give God praise. Hallelujah. For who he is and what he does for you. Glory. He's a keeper. Hallelujah. He would never walk out on you. I'm a witness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He never. No, never. No, never. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. No, you're never alone. Never alone. Never alone. No, you're never alone. Never alone. Yes. No, you're never alone. No, you're never alone. Never alone. Hallelujah. Oh, never alone. Never Certainly we thank God, amen, for that wonderful selection. Come on, let's give God a praise for our praise team. Glory to God, how they're blessing us so wonderfully. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. He would never walk out on you. 
He will never leave you. The scripture said, nor would he forsake you. He's always with you. Glory to God. You can trust Jesus. You can believe Jesus. Hallelujah. What a wonderful and mighty God we serve. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for being there for me all the time. Glory to God. Certainly we thank and we praise God. Amen. For this wonderful hallelujah service today. Glory to God. Come on, let's give God one more praise. Amen. For all he has done and all he's gone to do today. We serve a mighty good God. That would never let us down. Never leave us. He's always with us. All we got to do is turn to him. Focus our attention on him. Oh yeah. God is blessing us tremendously. What a mighty God we serve. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's mighty. I don't know about you, but God is mighty. <laughs> oh yeah. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, bless his wonderful name. It's offering time. Praise God. Glory to God. Come on. You can clap. Hallelujah. We're getting ready to bless God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We got everyone to go to the places of money now. Amen. This is a blessing to the house of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Look at what God have done for us. Praise God. Amen. The praise team telling us he will never leave us. Glory to God. He won't. Amen. Forsake you. Hallelujah. He's always there for you always there for you. Then they went on to say that I'm a witness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm a witness of that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. So we ask you, amen, with your offerings to stand to your feet. Glory to God. Amen. We don't have a card reader today. Praise God. But I said to you on last week, amen, there's many ways that we can give. Amen. Glory to God. So don't feel left out because you don't have to be. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God made it so we can give, praise God, before we even leave the house. God did it. Hallelujah. Bless his name. Glory to God. We're standing. Lord Jesus Christ, we do thank you. And we praise your wonderful name. God, you are so good to us. Oh, God, so wonderful. Oh, God, you keep us healthy, walking uprightly before you. God, if we come now to bless, oh, God, hallelujah, in this house with this offering, God, we ask you to use it for the building of that kingdom. In the name of Jesus, we pray and we love you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Deacon Basil here at Greater Refuge Temple, D.C. Thank you for all of your support. With your support, we've been able to keep ministry going. And we thank God for your support. And we pray that everyone is being blessed in this. Now, there are several ways you can give. And we ask that you look at the screen and choose one of the ways that you can give. Thank you for your support. And we pray that God will continue to bless you.
God. Certainly we thank God for all you have given in the name of Jesus Christ. You will be the blessed one. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Are you ready for the word? Glory to God. Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God here today. Praise God. We're going to have Elder Thorman Gorman coming to be a blessing to us today in Jesus' name. Come on. Let's give God a praise for him as he comes to be a blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Can we take a moment and put our hands together and let's give God some praise this morning. How many know the Lord is worthy this morning? I said, how many know the Lord is worthy this morning? Hallelujah. God is worthy of all of our praise and we thank him and we give him glory for all that he is doing in the midst of his people Amen. Truly God is a wonderful and he's a wonderful savior. He's a wonder in my soul and I thank him today. Hallelujah. Can you shout hallelujah again? Oh, shout hallelujah. He's worthy to be praised and we thank him. Amen. We give God the glory. We honor the Lord Jesus Christ who is the head of our life. Amen. And we thank God for the Lord being in our lives. Amen. We honor. Amen. Our illustrious pastor. Bishop William Michael Fields and to his companion. Amen. Lady Melissa Fields, amen, being there by our side. We honor our assistant pastor and his wife, amen, Sister Peggy Lee Young. We thank God for them, amen, and for their work and dedication in the body of Christ, amen. We thank God for, amen, each and every one of our ministers of the gospel, my brothers in the gospel, amen. And we honor, amen, Bishop Hargrove this morning. We thank God for him. Amen. Being in our midst this morning, amen, God is truly great, and he's greatly to be praised. And last but not least, amen, I honor my wife this morning, Sister Kimberly Gorman. We thank God for her, amen, being with us, amen, in the presence of the Lord, amen. And God has been so gracious to each and every one of us, and we come to worship him, and we come to praise him this morning. We come to give him glory this morning. Make no mistake, I come to give God the glory on this morning because he is worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. How many know he's worthy to be praised? How many know he's worthy to be praised? Hallelujah. You don't praise him like you know he's worthy. But the Lord our God is worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. When I think of the goodness of Jesus, and all that the Lord has done for me. My soul cries out. It's not a cliche this morning. It's not just something that I say. But when I think of the goodness of Jesus. And all that the Lord has done. My soul cries out. Hallelujah. When I looked at how, I, how blessed I am. Because Jesus is in my life. My soul cries out. Sometimes I think about what could have been and my hands go up and I shout hallelujah because God has been so good to me. Hallelujah. I feel like singing, but I'm going to preach this morning. Hallelujah. God has been so good to me. 
don't always serve him as I should. So many things are not like they should be. But God, somebody say, but God, God has been so good. Hallelujah. He didn't have to bless me, but he did. Hallelujah. We thank the Lord Jesus Christ this morning. I don't know whether I ought to run up and down the aisles. Because when I think about all that we're in the midst of, and God is still faithful. Can I get a witness? Hallelujah. All the things that we've been through and we have yet to go through. And God has been so good to me. Hallelujah. He don't owe me anything, but he blesses me and I'm thankful. Amen. Every time I can come into the house of God and I'm so glad to see the saints of God this morning. You just don't know how Amen. Important it is for us to fellowship and to see each other. Amen. You're ministering to your neighbor right now. Amen. You're telling them that you can make it. Amen. And that God has been so good to us. And I'm thankful this morning. Amen. For the goodness of God. Please, amen. Bear with me a while as I'm trying to, amen, deal with this tablet. Amen. I keep bringing it, but uh, more and more I'm inclined to bring my Bible. These screens get to switch it and chapters get to moving. Amen. But we're going to make it. Amen. Amen. We're going to make it on this morning. But the Lord has a word for us this morning and we're grateful. Amen. And we thank God for our pastor choosing us. Amen. To speak on this morning and we're thankful for you being in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Last. Amen. Finally, I want to. Amen. Honor him. Each and every one of you, amen, our children who have gone through so much, amen, God has been good to them, amen, and every opportunity we get, we ought to give God the praise. I'll be speaking to you this morning from two places in scripture, amen, coming from the book of Jeremiah, the first chapter and the fourth verse, we'll begin reading at the fourth verse. And, amen, our second place of scripture will be the book of Jeremiah, the 29th verse. Amen. Each, each and every one could stand, amen, that can stand, amen, in the presence of the Lord as we honor God's word this morning. It'd be greatly appreciated. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Then said I, Ah, oh Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. But the Lord said unto me, Say not, I am a child, for thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee. And whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, saith the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. See, I have this day set thee over nations and over kingdoms to root out 
and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word and may his word sink deeply in our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. The book of Jeremiah, the 29th chapter. Amen. We're going to begin reading. Amen. At the seventh verse. excuse me, the 10th verse and the 11th verse. For thus saith the Lord, that after 70 years be accomplished at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word toward you and causing you to return to this place. Last verse. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. And may the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. And may his word find a resting place in our hearts. In Jesus' name. It is from these words that we will speak. Amen. God is intentional. Amen. God is intentional. Amen. I've written down a few things that I want to share with you. Amen. That word intentional is an adjective. Intentional is that which is done on purpose. Amen. It's deliberate. It's intended or planned. Something done deliberately or voluntarily. And I want you to meditate and think on those things. Amen. As we delve into this word intentional. Amen. God had been place this word on my mind this week to share with the saints of God because we're going through very unstable times. Every time you turn the news on, there's, amen, a shift in the direction of the news, amen. We got, amen, people coming into this country by the thousands and we can barely take care of ourselves. We don't know whether we're going to live or die. Amen. But God is intentional toward his people. His love to us is intentional as it was to Jeremiah. God didn't just amen, begin or have a plan for Jeremiah's life when he got here. But as the word of the Lord said, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. God knew who he was. And God had a plan for his life as each and every one of us. Amen. God has a plan for your life. Amen. He has a plan when he created you. He just didn't create you because he didn't have anything else to do or he was bored. Amen. God had an intentional purpose for your life. Amen. And that's why we come to church. We come, amen, to figure out, to pray about it, to, amen, find our purpose in God. Amen. I've learned that it's so many people that come to the house of God that don't, amen, know their purpose, don't 
don't know their assignment. So they're just coming to the church building. That's why it's so easy to drop off and, amen, not complete the assignment on your life because, amen, you don't know, amen, what is your assignment? What is my purpose? What is it that I have to do for God? Amen. But I want you to, amen, meditate on God's intentional purpose for your life. Amen. He told Jeremiah what to do. He said, I'm going to make you a prophet, not to a people, amen, or a group of people, but I'm going to send you to nations, princes, and kingdoms. I'm going to let you know what to tell them. The message may not be easy to speak, but tell them my word. Can I get a witness? Everything that God tells us to do is not going to be easy. Amen. But if we do what God tells us to do, as he told Jeremiah, he said, I will be with you to deliver you, say of the Lord. And if you believe that, you ought to, amen, put a praise on that this morning. Amen. God is intentional. He meant everything that happened to you in your life, whether bad or good, God meant it. It was deliberate. It was to bring you to the place that you are today. Don't you know that some of the tragedies, if you had not been through them, amen, you would not be here today. Amen. You would not have had repentance on your heart. You would not have cried to the Lord if you had not gone through some of the things that you went through. And I know it sounds like, amen, I'm not being understanding of your situation. Amen. But as I told you before, God is intentional. He knew it from the beginning. He knew it before your mother birthed you, what you would go through. And I've learned not to question God about some of the things I suffered. I've suffered some terrible things. And I've even asked God, amen, in my confusion, amen, why did you allow? me to go through those things but God began to teach me a lesson and let me know through his intentional purpose for my life amen that it all works together for the good of them that love the Lord and that are the called according to his purpose don't you let the devil beat your mind up and make you make you take your self worth down so that you don't realize who you are but you are a child of the living God. Amen. You've been purposed to be here. The devil is not going to tell you that. Most people around you don't know it, but you've got to get it straight from heaven. Amen. You've got to get it from his word that you are worth something to God. You're just not here to give tithe and offering and to support an earthly ministry, but you're here to amen, support a heavenly purpose that God started. Amen. Way back before Amen. Your parents were known before your daddy was known, before your granddaddy was known. The church has been around a long time. And God's got a divine purpose for us to fulfill on this earth, for He takes us out of here. So I want you to let you know that, Amen. God is intentional in His purpose for your life. Amen. He meant it to happen. Yes. They beat you. Yes. They abused you. But they drove you to the blessing. They drove you to God's blessing plan for your life. They taught you how to pray. Your enemy will teach you how to pray, honey. When you've got to forgive them and smile at them and love on them like God. 
God's sake, you will cry out to God and say, Lord, it's not in me. But God says you can do it. You can do it because I said you can do it. You can handle it because God said you can handle it. You can make it because God says it's going to make it. The Bible says there is nothing too hard for God. Yes, God deliberately put you in that situation. I know you may not want to hear it today. Hey, man, but I want to let you know so you can get comfortable in it and you can come out of it once you realize, uh, amen, that God allowed it to happen. There's nothing that can happen to you. There's no enemy that can attack you unless God allows it. The Bible said no weapon. Uh, amen. Look at your name and tell him this morning, no weapon formed against me uh, shall prosper. The Bible said, I'll put no more on you than you're able to bear. But I will, with the temptation, make a way of escape so that you may be able to bear it. Just before you bow to break God or send your rescue. Can I get a witness? Just before you lose your mind, God will deliver. He's faithful as he was faithful to Jeremiah. Jeremiah had a tall order, a job he got frustrated with at times. He told the Lord, I ain't going to speak your word no more. I ain't going to talk about you to nobody because you have betrayed me. You have slayed me. And sometimes we can feel that way, like God has forsaken us, like he has left us, like many in this time of things. I told my companion, my wife, a while back, I said, simply put, a lot of folk ain't going to come back to church. They're not going to make it back to church, but they're going to go grocery shopping. They're going to vacation. They're going to, amen, they're going to be all right until it comes time to come to church. Well, I don't want to be in there with all those saints and get COVID, but ain't nobody thinking about the job. You go in there and you get on the elevator with five or six people. You breathe the same air they do. Amen. And God, amen, keeps you then. Why can't he keep you in the house of God? It's going to be a whole lot of people whose faith is going to fail them in this test. But God wants you to know that I'm able to keep you. As sin has abounded, as this thing is abounding, God's grace is abounding for us. He's faithful. He's the same God. He ain't changed. He still heals. He still delivers. He still sets free. Amen. If you call on him, he'll be there. Amen. He may not come when you want him, but he'll be there when you need him. Right before. Amen. The situation gets lost. God will be there and he'll deliver on time. But us in our finite minds trying to figure out everything without a word from God will resort to matters that won't build our faith. But if you go through with Jesus, you're going to come out all right. You're going to come out stronger. You're going to come out better. You're going to have more faith. You're going to have more strength. You're going to learn the wiles of the devil and be able to rebuke the devil and tell the devil that God is the strength of my life. He is the God of my salvation. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I may be sick, but I'm going to get healed. 
trouble, but God's going to bring me out. We need to stop now because it's critical time now. It's time for the church to go in, and we're having problems getting to church. We're having problems praying. We're having problems fasting. Those things are going to make us strong and go in and possess the land. How many know you got to be strong? You can't be weak. The weak will fall by the wayside, but be strong. If you got to cry, be strong. If you got to moan, be strong. Because God is with us. Yes, God is with us. And I know I got some more things to go through, but I'm not going to be afraid to praise my God and accept God's promise for my life. Ain't nobody else going to speak good of you. Nobody else going to tell you you can make it. But God said you can make it. Can I get a witness? God said it. Doesn't it mean anything when God puts his signature on it? Or is it just like a word that anybody else will tell you? You can't really depend on it. God said I will be with you even in your trouble. He said I will be there. Jeremiah went through some stuff too. Yes he did. He was thrown in prison by his own people because they didn't want to hear the word. That's why I got a problem with prophets today. They don't come. It used to be in biblical antiquity when the prophet come in town people begin to run because they knew it wasn't no good word for them. It was God speaking because they had turned from God but now it's turned into a farce whereby prophets are telling you God's going to bless you with money he's going to bless you with a house I wish they would come tell me I said I already got money I already got a house I'm already blessed I may not have a million dollars in the bank but I don't need it can I get a witness long as I got what I got when I need it everything is going to be alright you don't have to come and butter me up and butter me over because I know I got to go through can I get a witness you got to establish it in your mind that there's some things I'm not going to get out of there's some things that I'm not going to be able to escape but God's grace is sufficient can I get a witness you may not amen trouble but you will experience God he said my grace is sufficient for you my strength is made perfect even in your physical weakness can I get a witness God will make you strong when you're weak you wonder how you made it God helped you make it he gave you strength can I get a witness I'm so glad this morning that I got a testimony that God has kept me put your hands together and give God a praise this morning because you're here by the grace of God devil had his way you would have backslid you wouldn't even came to church no more and it says something in this time to have a mind even to come to church 
because folk have walked away. Folks, stop trusting God. Hallelujah. It's the easy thing to do. You got a car. Can I get a witness? You have an automobile. You don't have to catch the bus. I don't think nobody walked to church today. And if they did, God gave you the strength to get here. Can I get a witness? But amen, we didn't do like we did in olden times. Because I experienced it sometimes. I had to walk to church. I had to walk to the bus stop. But I had joy. Can I get a witness? I experienced God's blessings. Because when God got ready, he gave me an automobile. And I made up my mind way back then. Lord, if you give me a car, I'll serve you. I won't take my Cadillac and go to the club. I won't take my Benz and go somewhere else on Sunday morning. In 11 o'clock, I'll be in the house of God. Can I get a witness? I won't be at the car wash shining my rims, but I'm going to take what you give me and give God the praise with it. I'm going to help God's people. I'm going to give somebody a ride that needs a ride because the gifts that you give me they are not my own but they belong to God. You ought to help somebody with the gifts that God has given you and especially the household of faith. Amen because God is intentional with everybody in this room. You are somebody's blessing. God will bless you so you can bless somebody else. God will bring you out to provide inspiration that amen God can deliver me to. God will do it. I saw him deliver my brother. I saw him deliver my sister. And I know that if I keep on waiting on the Lord and being of good courage, God's going to strengthen me. He's going to bless me. He's going to deliver me. He's going to bring me out like he did in olden days. No matter what the people say, the blood still works. The favor still works. Amen. The blessing still comes from God. And if you put your trust in him, he'll prove himself to you. He'll show you that I am God. And besides me, there is no other. You can worship another God if you want to. But I'm here to tell you that there is no other God. There may be God's many, but there's only one Lord. Jesus Christ, our Savior, our Deliverer, our Waymaker. Can I get a witness in this house? Amen. Our God is able. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I've got another scripture I want to share to you because I may feel like I have to strengthen someone this morning. Somebody needs some encouragement this morning. Amen. And just because it's rough, it doesn't mean that God is not there. Can I get a witness? Amen. Just because you don't hear his voice, that don't mean his presence is not there. God's presence is where his promise is. 
That's why you got to stand on the promise of God. When you want to know where God is in your struggle, check your language. Check how you're talking. Because you got to remind yourself. You know we quick to forget what God said. We'll remember everybody else what everybody else says. But we'll forget the word. The Bible says, I will be with you always. Now, what does that word says always? It doesn't mean, amen, that you got to fill him. Amen. But he understands. And because he is intentional, he's already put it in the forecast for you to go through. Can I get a witness to the house? is intentional. Your life has been plotted out. Yes, it has. God knows at each station how much faith you need to get through that station, that suffering, that period of difficulty that you're going to experience because my Bible tells me that through much tribulation must we enter the kingdom of God. That I've got some trouble have, that I may experience. Have. There's some things that will make my way rough, have, but it doesn't affect God have, because he said in his word, have, I know the thoughts that I have towards you. Have. When God says he knows, have, he knows. Have. He don't have to tell nobody. Have. And I'm reminded have, of what he spoke through, amen, the apostle Paul. Have, he said the Bible said when he could swear by no greater he said I'll swear by myself can I get a witness God made not only a proposition to you but a promise a covenant amen a bilateral not a bilateral but a unilateral covenant because a unilateral covenant means I've covenant to you on my own condition. You don't have to do nothing. I'm going to do it anyhow. Can I get a witness? If you happen to trip or fall, it won't separate you from my love. Because from the beginning of your life, I have covenanted myself to you. That's why God keeps taking you back. When you fall, when you sin, some things we do, we don't know how God will ever forgive us. But God spake way back there before you even knew who you were and said, I'm going to be a God to you. I'm going to be a Savior to you. I'm going to save you. I'm going to bring you out. And I'm talking about the fourth knowledge of God. I know it's way past us. We don't understand how God knows. He sees years ahead. I'm here to tell you this morning that your sin is no surprise to God. Quit acting like God didn't know. Quit acting like you disappointing God. You ain't disappointing him. He already knew. But shame is the cause of our sin. But if we lift up our eyes to the hills from whence cometh our help. All of my help, David 
it says it comes from the Lord he'll blot out your transgression he'll forgive you of all of your sin because he promised in his word he said though sin abounded grace did much more abound grace will do more damage to sin than sin can do to you can I get a witness in this house shout out a praise because he's worthy No weapons. Hallelujah. Look at the devil. Look at your neighbor. Look at whoever you got to look to and tell them no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Hallelujah. But we got one job. Stay in the vine. That's all you got to do. Stay in the vine. If you got to crawl, stay in the vine. If you got to cry, Stay in the vine. Amen. If you got to cry, amen. And lift up your hands to God and say, I don't know how I'm going to make it. Make it to God. And I love it. That takes me to the point of scripture where I was meditating on this morning. Amen. The Shunammite woman. Amen. Amen. The prophet, amen, told her she was going to have a son. She said, don't play with me. Amen. But he said, you're going to have a son because you've been taking care of the man of God. She had that son. But one day when he became a little lad, he ran out in the field and fell and hit his head on a stone and died. Amen. And when the servants came to tell her, she didn't cry. She didn't get emotional. But she ran out to her son and she picked him up and they said, is everything all right? She said, it's well. Can I get a witness? She ran to the chariots. She commanded the servants, get the chariot. And she put her son in the chariot. Amen. And rode as fast as she could. Amen. The Bible says she told the driver to drive and to go forward. That being with urgency. Amen. Let's get to the man of God. And she said within herself, if I can make it to the man of God, it shall be well. And you know we nosy sometimes when we hear about what's going on. And they begin to question her. And she said, it is well. Amen. Her son was still dead. But it was well in her mind. Because she knew that if she could make it to the presence of God, everything was going to be all right. Can I get a witness? Same it is in a lesson that she can teach us today. When tragedy comes, the devil going to tell you there ain't no way out. You ain't going to ever overcome this. This is going to follow you on your record. Man, you lost your job. How you going to pay your rent? Hallelujah. But just say it shall be well. Look at your name and say it is well. And let me tell you why it is well. Because God is intentional. Can I get a witness? 
He is intentional about what he says. He's passionate about what he has said. And when, amen, the, amen, the patriots, amen, had crossed, amen, the Red Sea. And they crossed the Jordan River. Amen. And when they began to possess the land, and when all the land was captured, amen, Joshua pulled up his pulpit. And he began to preach to the people. And he began to tell them that not all of all the promises that God has promised me, not one has failed. Look into your past. Look into your history. From the time you were born to the time of this day and find one moment that God has failed you. I don't believe there's one head that could raise that God has failed you. That he didn't keep his promise to you. Now for me, he's kept his promise for 57 years. Why wouldn't I believe him for the rest? Why I wouldn't believe him for the rest of my journey? If he did not fail me then, why would he fail me now? I just want you to reason in yourself because it is some difficult things we're going through. And it's not all physical, it's mental. Amen. A lot of the struggle has moved from physical abuse to mental abuse. I tell my people, whenever I talk to them, slavery has shifted. It's not a physical slavery anymore. It's a mental slavery. But the mental is worse than the physical. Because when you get beat, the pain goes away. But can, how can you escape destructive thoughts in your mind? I begin to encourage some people on this week. Amen. And begin to tell them, never let nobody tear down your self-worth. Who you are. Who God has made you. Because God is in your corner. He's on your side. And there's no good thing will he withhold from them who walk uprightly. And I'm almost done. I want to give you some word because word will give you something to stand on. Solomon, after all of his reign, he even fell and began to serve idol gods. But when he came to the end of his journey, he wrote in Ecclesiastes. He said, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments for this is the whole duty of man. If we are to survive through these times, we got to hear him. And the Bible says, how can you hear without a preacher? How can he preach except he be sent? And you've got to obey him. It's just not enough to hear. You've got to obey. And I've learned another thing that the greatest enemy I have is myself. The most difficult struggle I have 
is not with the rights and wrongs, but it's with myself. Keeping my body under, bringing it into subjection. There are times when you got to make your flesh obey God. Hallelujah, because your flesh will tell you all kind of stuff. It'll create all kind of, amen, mems and, amen, figures to get you out of the realm of faith where you need to be. But God said in his word, hallelujah. That's what I want to go back to. Every time I have doubts, I want to go back to God said in his word <laughs> that I can make it. He has already envisioned you on the other side. You haven't even got there yet. He already sees you on the other side of the rapture. Did you think God saved you because he thought you would fail? He doesn't make adjustments for failure. The adjustments are already made. But if we hang in there and be faithful unto death, he said, I will give you a crown of life. Hallelujah. You won't have to worry about giving the gifts because what God promises, he delivers on his promise. But he said, I won't fail you. I won't forsake you. COVID may be here, but I won't forsake you. And let me share another thing that God inspired me in my spirit. Amen. Sometimes we think people die untimely deaths. No, they don't. Your exit date is given at your entrance date. Can I get a witness? God knows when you're going to go. It was just their time. Can I get a witness? And I know for some, you may not understand it, but I better tell you the truth. We can, we can rush our death by obeying ourselves and being reckless. Yes. Amen. But for a child of God, your end date is set when you came into this world. God knew you was going to be saved. He knew he was going to love you. He knew he was going to save you. He knew he was going to give you the Holy Ghost. Even when you were rambling out in sin, he knew it. He knew it. He already knew it. I tell folks today, your sin is no surprise to God. What you're struggling with is no surprise because God already knows. Just keep coming. Just keep coming to church. You may not understand it, but just keep coming. God is doing something in the background. You may not understand it, but God is bringing you out. All you got to do is keep hearing the word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. There's nothing that you will encounter that, amen, God has not already made preparation for. Amen. So I hope that something was said this morning that will encourage you on your journey. Amen. Help you to take courage from where you are and readjust your focus on God. Not on the problems. Hallelujah. Not on the forecast that they're giving you. Hallelujah. They said the variant is coming in many different ways. I say yes, I understand. Yeah, it's coming. Hallelujah. But the Lord said, no evil will come now my dwelling. Can I get a witness? Hallelujah. No evil will come now your dwelling. 
Hallelujah. Pray about what direction you're going to make. What you're going to do. Consult with God first. Because he knows what's ahead. Don't just haphazardly go. Because God has got it all in control. And he's made a deliberate promise to his people. So we don't have to be afraid. We can praise God. We can give him glory. And if by chance that it's time for me to go, it's time for me to go. Can I get a witness? It's already been established in the heaven. Now I may go tomorrow, but it's my time. Can I get a witness? So I can walk in confidence. See, I know what I'm talking about because I used to have panic attacks because I was afraid of dying. But God began to talk faith into me. There's not a soul that can leave this world without me giving consent. Now, if I'm ready for you, it ain't nothing you can do about it, no how. But lay down. And he gave me deliverance from those panic attacks. Took me off a of Paxil over 21 years ago. So when we focus on God and understand what his word means to us, we don't have to panic. We don't have to take Paxil. We don't have to take medicine to give you an equilibrium. It takes faith in God to understand that God is in control of everything. And he is intentional about his word that he has spoken. Not one word shall fall to the ground. It will all stand in the last day. God bless you. And I hope that something was said that will encourage you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If there's anybody that needs prayer, we're speaking to those that are joining to us virtually. Amen. Just write in the comment section. If you have any requests, write them in the comment section. We'll pray for you. Amen. We have staff that will take your names. If you haven't, if you're not saved, you have not been baptized into that wonderful name, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We'll amen. Make provision for you. That you can be baptized in that name. Just, amen, leave a note in the comment section. I want to be baptized. I want to be saved. Now is the time. Now is the acceptable time to turn to Jesus. While you have time, turn to Jesus. Give your life to him. It'll be the best decision that you've ever made with your life. Turn from sin to salvation and God will bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. God is able. Amen. And if anybody wants to, amen, have prayer, even among us today, come to Jesus while you have time. If you're fearful of that which is coming, Hallelujah. The word of God will give you confidence. Come to Jesus. If you need healing in your body, if you're troubled in your mind, come to Jesus. He's the one to come to. 
You don't have to pay a copay. You don't have to pay a doctor's fee. But God will heal you. He will touch you. He will deliver you. We have men of God here that will pray for you. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord, it's Pastor Fields here, and I hope you have enjoyed your worship experience with us on today. Thank you so much for connecting with Grady Refuge Temple here in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. I want to thank you for connecting with us, being a part of this worship experience, and we also, for those of you who may just be meeting us for the first time, wanted to tell you a little bit about ourselves. We are a part of a great organization at Great Reformation Churches of Our Lord Jesus Christ. It was founded in 1919 by Bishop R.C. Lawson. And this beautiful edifice that we're standing in built, ministry founded by Bishop William Lee Bonner. I have the honor now of being the pastor. We have been growing. The Lord has been blessing us tremendously. Souls have been saved and blessed and set free and we're continuing the work yes even in the midst of these trying times we are determined to continue the work i pray that you'll continue to connect with us i pray also that as the lord delivers and set free that he will not leave you out you'll be blessed along with us as well until we meet again shalom shalom